said hip hop, the hip, the hip, the hip, hip, hip hop. You don't stop. Rap, 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 rap it up. I will definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big sharp it up. Okay, you don't wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Mr. Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. I just want to have a couple of people here in studio that uh, I usually say friends, and I have to say one is a, a longtime friend and one is a new friend. Uh, longtime friend is Craig Heinzman. He's a community outreach pastor at uh, Marcus Point Baptist Church, which I inadvertently conflated with Olive Baptist Church yesterday during some traffic confusion. Oh. So, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, not. I was originally, I, I was there when I was like 14. So. Okay. Well, there you go. And yeah. I mean, not that either one of you, you might, y'all get along well. So <laughs> it's not one of those things. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, and then also Tom Jardine, who is a uh, simulator instructor pilot for the fixed wings up at NES Whiting Field, though he's an old Hilo pilot. Uh, first time on the, uh, on the wrap. Tom, welcome. Welcome to the show. Good morning, everybody. I'm pleased to be here. All right, you got you got to put your face like right up next to okay. the microphone. And t- there, that's perfect. That's exactly right. Um, so, welcome. By the, what'd you fly? Uh, what was your uh, platform? Um, H46s, an old helicopter. Okay. Tandem rotors on. T- tandem rotors on it. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, we had a lot of things going on this week, and uh, one of the things I wanted to start with is. Um, and Craig, I know you talked about this last last week or two weeks ago when you filled in for me, and I appreciate that. Um, but immigration has just been the news. Other than Trump at the national level, Trump and immigration have really been the news. And um, you know, I, I really like one of the comments that you made, not only in this context, but in general. You said that you know we tend to get fixated on issues and forget that behind all the issues are people. There's always people, and those people yeah. have sometimes extraordinarily compelling stories. Absolutely. And, and, and there are people down there that have those stories. Um, and I don't I think immigration as an issue is a problem. But uh, especially I think I, I equated it to plumbing issues in your house. It's great to have running water. But uh, if you if you have water that is uncontrolled in your home, uh, a busted pipe or whatever, it's it's not a good thing. <laughs> so all of a sudden, what is great becomes a really big problem. And I think that's what we're seeing at the border is so much uncontrolled flood of people coming in and it's going to cost us uh, you know in in multiple ways it's not just financial it's not just you know the benefits it's everything that's going to be coming with it and and, um, and to me i think about like lindsey graham's comment was that we're full you know we got a what uh seven 1.7 million people are scheduled to be deported and they're not deporting we got a four-year backlog on asylum claims and and I am a fan of immigration. I mean, this country is built by immigrants. It Absolutely. is a place where immigrants strive to come. They remind us what Americanism is all about, and they take better advantage of the economic system than people who are born here, quite frankly. Uh, and so I love having lots of immigrants as long as they don't burden us financially on the social safety net issues, and they are a net benefit in terms of economic contribution rather than taking. Right. I'll take as many as can come because we Absolutely. have a labor shortage, a massive labor shortage. That's kind of my quick take. But, Tom, your thoughts? I agree with you completely. And you know what? I, I oftentimes agree with you, uh, Andrew, on, on topics. But, um, but yeah, we need people in this country. Um, we're getting older. Um, I'm getting close to social secu- you know, retirement age. I want somebody to pay into our Social Security system. Um, so I agree. We need to—it's uh, human capital. Right, and there, right. There's probably nothing more uh, valuable in this— uh, a planet than human capital. So we need to, uh, you know, filter out the uh, the people who are going to be productive and add to this country and try to let more of them in, I think. And, but also, at the same time, we have to set a, a stronger border and not just sure. let people filter in, you know. Uns, uns, un, uh, I mean, look, we, we often talk about dangerous people coming across the border, and that is a concern. Uh, criminals, sure, there's, gang there's members, some, there's some of that. It's, there's terrorists. some of that, yeah. But then is again, it the majority of it? No, probably you know, not. The, the historically the number one 
kind of immigration that we have is babies. Right. I mean, babies are new people into the country. Yes. And you don't have to ask permission. And sometimes them they turn out to be bad people. I mean, you know, so it's not like just by keeping domestically produced humans, we avoid all the problems right. of crime and misbehavior. Um, yet we we import some and we manufacture some. And so it's you know it's like it, the the people who say, well, you got to make sure to keep all the bad people. Well, I mean, you got to try, but. You know, well, there's a difference. native they, born people can be bad too, right? They've caught multiple people on the FBI, you know, watch lists, right? Crossing the border. I mean, that's that's what that's we're talking bad. about. Again, it's it's uncontrolled. You, you, we don't know what's going on, and that's the yep. thing. If you talk to anybody that's been down there, and I know a couple of of our highway patrol officers that have been down there, and and they'll say there's nothing to talk. There's nothing to compare it to. There's nothing in their their life that they could go. This is what I would tell you. It's like right. It's, it's unlike anything they've ever seen. Um, do you think Milton figures, figures it out? <laughs> I had I, one of my, I don't know. One of the comments that was made the other day in the Milton city council meeting is a guy said, I'm sick and tired of driving to Pensacola to have Pensacolians laugh at me because I live in Milton and our city council is such an embarrassment to us. Now, I, you know, I know that's largely because we cover it and people are aware, but that's, I, I sympathize with that. Like I'd be embarrassed to have. And it's, it's really not the whole council. That's not fair. Just like it's not the whole county commission in either county. It's always like a couple of people. But, of course, the whole institution gets the reputation, even if it is just one or two of the bad apples, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that when you talk about small town management, and obviously Milton is a small town, um, it's going to come down to personalities. And, unfortunately, a couple of strong personalities are driving the train there, and they're not driving it in the right direction, in my opinion. Even um, though it's but in I don't the minority. Live there. I don't live there. Yep. So I, yep. I know we do have someone in the room who does. I live, yeah, that, thank you. Thank you for that intro. Uh, I, I do live there, and I really like Milton. I live right by City it's Hall. It's a great place. And, and, uh, it's a really cool place, honestly. And, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm not you – know, there, there's very controversial things happening right now. There's, there's a, a sewer treatment plant. And there is also the, the the extending Highway 90 through the city of Milton. So two big things. Luckily for me, I could go either way on either of those issues, so I don't take sides. And uh, and I really uh, I think that that a little bit of uh, strife and a little bit of controversy at those meetings is not necessarily unhealthy. No, that's I mean, no, I, democracy not. is solving problems where we disagree with each other. It's normal to have you know people who want like a nice, clean, genial have kind of a fantasy that's never. If you have that, then you probably didn't need government in the first place. You know, the fact that you have Absolutely. these different interests. Just look at Perdido. Look at what was going on out there. I mean, that's, that's where Perdido. Right. I mean, yeah. the, the incorporating the idea of that, that, there's citizens that were not happy with this. And that, that it happens in the best cities. You, you have people that disagree on how things should be run. That's, I think, a, a, you know, certainly a little different than what you see in Milton, because the, the fighting is not coming from the citizenry to the. Well, I mean, no, it, it really from a, a, another small group of people who are. Uh, the pitchfork pox. That's possibly. right. <laughs> they're very outspoken and they're re- repeat offenders for sure. Yeah, which is fine. Again, I don't mind citizens repeat you know participation. That's that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, somebody had texted me the other day and said, so if we made a, a reality show about Milton City Council, um, it'd be award winning um, for humor. And he said, uh, but you know, really, it's a competition between Century and Milton for which government can be the most weird and dysfunctional. It's like the island of misfit governments. These are the two main local residents for sure. Can I say as a resident there, though, I ask for something, somebody answers the phone. 
Yeah. You know, and, and and within an hour, somebody from the city is walking into my yard. That's a great point. Um, is there? I'm I couldn't say enough good things about Milton and and uh, and and Mayor Lindsay. I really like her. I I know that she's taken some. Uh, she takes some hits. I think it's because she's so involved in things. And, and and as I said, I'm not on on either side of these issues. So so I don't uh, disrespect the 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 uh, the uh, you know the city council members who who are uh, opposed to her. But I think that she's involved. Uh, she's grown up in Milton her whole life. Um, I'm really impressed by it, by Mayor Lindsay. You well, know, the the one thing I will say is I completely agree. The staff does great. I mean, this is one of the things like oh, in yeah. the spite staff, of yeah, the it, chaos on the dais, agreed. the staff in Santa Rosa County, the staff in Escambia County, the staff in Milton, Pensacola is I mean, fantastic across the world. Like Absolutely. you just don't find real big problems, you know. Well, there's the guys that there's the guys in the news, and then there's the guys that <laughs> right. you never hear the names. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly and right. They're the ones and doing and the so, job. and what actually frustrates me the most is when the chaos creators on the dais disrespect and bring frustration to the people who are doing such a good job behind the scenes, yeah. making their jobs harder. That's the one that extra drives me crazy because I feel like, I you know. I feel like I need to protect those people because otherwise sure. we'll lose them. Uh, no, Tom, you're really interested, in, as am I, in how development is taking place in both counties. Uh, largely just however it's going to happen. Very little planning. I mean, you know, we are having massive growth. Uh, growth comes with problems. They're good problems because it's better than to be declining, but sometimes you can have too much, and if the growth isn't handled well— Back to kind of Craig's metaphor of the water. Uh, water in the pipes is great, but broken pipes create problems. And I would say that kind of like the immigration problem, we have a broken pipe situation with development in both of these counties. And uh, it's, I mean, it's really a challenge. Like I'm I'm new here, only been here 10 years. And, you know, I came and I built a house that was trees before I built it. So I don't judge that kind of stuff. But it just seems like the to- almost like, Free market of the bad sort that is, you know, the way development is being done in our counties. Your thoughts? Okay, so our public officials all seem to be completely pro-development, and they can't explain why. Um, we already have a $700 million budget in this county, which is, you know, $700 million when I was growing up was a lot of money. Yeah, right. Uh, we, we have 330,000 people in this county, but somehow the same members are always appointed to boards, you know, um, like, uh, um, I like uh, David Bear. I've met him. He's, he's very cordial. He's a really nice guy. He's on several boards. He's on the Triumph Board. He's on the, uh, the Tourist Development Council, right. et cetera. We've got 330,000 people in this county. Let's get some some new blood on some of these boards. Uh, but I, I read a really interesting fact on Wikipedia the other day about the human population. And uh, this is kind of it pertains to what we're talking about. And that is um, it took us until 1804 to get 2 billion people on this planet. But now we have 8 billion. Right. So in, in, in 200 years, we've gone from 2 billion to 8 billion people on this planet. Um, we the development. Um, it, I don't think is paying for itself. Uh, it's <laughs> now a little off topic, but no, that's good. But, I mean, that's the point. Is you know, it's it's sold as kind of the cure for the problems, right? But development brings its own problems with it. Well, you know, you can the, the new yeah. tax base, and if you had them, impact fees. But at the same time, you have to expand the schools, build new roads, hire new cops, all of the stuff <laughs> that comes with the development. The idea of growth is incredible, and everyone wants growth. Everyone wants, oh yeah, growth is great, but. 
uncontrolled growth or unthought through growth right. that that we oh let's we gotta let's get school out here let's get it here now and we gotta get this road let's do this and let's and not really think down the line mm-hmm. okay if we build this thousand person thousand home subdivision down in in north milton and don't plan the the roads the the plumbing the you know the the drainage and we don't plan that well what happens to the current existing roads current existing people the and, and it's the same thing and, that you and go do we through. We have wastewater capacity right. for those people. Now do we have sudden, water capacity. All of that. Yeah. Issues because growth is good, so let's do growth, and it is. And we there's it's just like we talked about with immigration. You're not going to necessarily you don't want to stop it completely, but what you want to do is you want to manage it well. Yes. And I think that's where Tom and I agree. There's not a lot of managing it well. It's like, hey, let's build this giant apartment complex on Pine Forest Road. <laughs> right. At, at a pinch point, or at where, the entrance to Perdido Key. <laughs> right. At a pinch point where all of a sudden. All this traffic is already horrible and, star- and snarled on the regular. And all the- now we're going to add several thousand people to that mix, right. just without thinking through where do we put stoplights, how do we expand roads, what do we? That's my question. Yeah. It- what? Sorry, but what is wrong with three hundred thirty thousand people, three hundred twenty thousand people? What is the magic number? I'm happy with the population as it is. Nobody has, can show me how growth is is improving the county, and it seems like we're making the uh, we're for, we're compelling the current citizens to subsidize the growth by either higher taxes to pay for the infrastructure improvements or degrade, de- degradation of our quality of life uh, with, as you said, more traffic and 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 uh, crowd more crowded schools and all and so forth. So I don't think that growth is paying for itself. I, yeah, and, and and that's that's one of the ideas is that. Um, if we, you know, we can solve, we can sort of, um, we can spend our way out of the problem is kind of the mindset a little bit. Like we can just, you know, we're in debt and we're going worse in debt. And if we just spend more then we'll make more and we wind up accruing more liabilities in the process, you know, more roads that need to be maintained, sure. more police that need to be funded all the time, which is, again, I, I actually favor growth as a concept because it seems like if you're healthy in the competition for people from all over That's the country, exactly the key though, yeah, then we're doing well, but when it comes at the expense of people who already live here and it winds up degrading the very quality of the things that bring them here in the first place, well, then that's a challenge. You I know, like we, that's, that, that's what I think yeah. is showing up in the parking. Like, okay, downtown used to felt like just anybody's hometown that you could go and the main street was very much like an, like a small town main street. And now because of growth and increased value downtown that people want to participate in, that's being changed into something that you've got to be able to, or willing to afford in order to go sure. use, and that makes it less convenient and less feel like that small hometown. And that's not a bad thing. I think what we have to understand is that you're not really going to limit growth when you have a great place to live. Now, how do you? And, and probably that's where some of the problems in the city of Milton, problems, problems in the you know city of Century are, are happening because now all of a sudden the growth is moving towards those areas, and we have to figure out how to deal with it. Um, that's oh my god yeah and, the, and i mean the expansion of of housing in santa rosa <coughs> county escambia county absolutely a, a, a crazy santa rosa is twice as crazy oh yeah absolutely. it's just it's, there's a it's lot of stuff going in to there see everything that's being developed right because you've got you know pensacola thriving and you've got the military with whiting and nas pensacola and you've got a lot of people there and i mean hurlbert as well is right. kind of coming into santa rosa at the southeast corner same and, thing and we're we continue to expand our campuses to to reach yeah you're people in milton in, soon right uh, molino this oh molino okay. in, in the 21st okay. we start you know we're going to be meeting in schools and uh we've got some property at north pace uh up on Chamuckle highway that we're going to be developing here shortly but it's and we've had to go through the 
Now, I will say we had to go through a lot of steps to get that property developed and, and a good amount of, you know, city council or, or uh, excuse me, not city, uh, county commission, county commissioners. Mm-hmm. And they were how here's what the drainage you're going to have to do. And here's the roads and here's the access. And, and we've had to go through a number of steps just to get that property developed. And I think that's good. Those are the good things. Yeah. You want to have to go through those steps because you want somebody thinking down the line because the growth is coming. It's not we. Florida is going to be a place that people want to come to. And this area can be a, a place a lot of folks want to come to. How do we manage that in the future is a question. Well, what are we gaining from the growth is my question. Um, I don't feel like the county is gaining wealth. We keep getting more flooding and more traffic, but I don't see us getting uh, wealthier from that from those things. Um, it seems to me like we're in the catbird seat. People want to move to Florida. People are retiring from Massachusetts or wherever, and they right. want to come down here. Uh, we've got vacations going crazy down here too. It seems like we we're we're in the driver's seat. We should start to drive a harder bargain and and make growth pay for itself. We could we could charge impact fees, et cetera. I don't understand why we're not profiting from our popularity. You know, that's an interesting uh, that's approach. The thought that's that true. um we are clearly a buy, as even Ashton uh, uh Hayward used to say, but we are clearly a buy as a community. Florida as a state is a buy right now. Right. And so if we are such a good buy then, you know, can we not say, well, you know, if you want it, I mean, it's just not free anymore. You know, maybe there right. is some kind of attendant cost connected to that. And it's as the long as mode. that's used we're the Stanley in order of- to accommodate the new growth and also to make sure that we're not losing quality of service for the people who already live here. Right. We're the what? We're the Stanley mug of, of, of <laughs> Oh, cities. my God. I saw this all over Facebook. And it's one of those things where I'm like. It's a mug, but it's a $40 mug and you're paying $40 for a mug and people, and people are, are riding, waiting in line to get them riding oh at Target for a mug. Why? Because it's a very popular mug. And so now you can fight you for that cabbage patch kid, man. <laughs> but the reality of it is, it's just a mug and it was probably, you, you know, $10 now. mug. We're going to get hate mail. <laughs> I know it was like a $10 mug, yeah. you know, three years ago, but because it became popular, right? The price increased. And you can do the same with impact fees. You want to build here? We want you to build here. Come on. It's going to cost you a little bit more mm-hmm. to do that because we need to make sure that we're looking out for the people that are living here. A couple of texts in here. Pine Forest is already a nightmare. When the apartments are start filling up, there's going to be a lot more accidents and congestion. Somebody else says, if you're not growing, you're dying. Uh, somebody else says, uh, you know, on the topic of local boards and finding the people to fill them, like you mentioned, um, uh, Tom, the uh, we usually have to go out and recruit to fill the boards because there aren't enough people who are either aware of or willing to do it. And then they take criticism, and it's a volunteer board. And I feel that, too. It's hard to keep those oh, things yeah. staffed, that's for sure. Um, and uh, see, it, it feels like all the money seems to be going to downtown development. Uh, wish they would fix or develop some of our parks. I mean, <laughs> Pensacola is a unique bird, too, because, you know, we built all these parks, probably too many. <laughs> you know, just... Probably too many, and that's expensive to maintain, but everybody wants to have a park in their neighborhood, and that's understandable, too. So, oh, man, the time flew by. Tom, uh, Tom Jardine, uh, I've I've known you on Facebook and now, you know, met you in real life. So nice to meet you, sir. Thank you for coming out. Craig, of course, uh, always with us and a great job. By the way, thank you so much for filling in. You did such a good job. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Made me think about some some stuff. Let's get Tom on some boards. So if you got a board (laughs) position, let's get Tom on there. Gentlemen, thanks for uh, the wrap. Have a great weekend. Dependable traffic on the fives weekdays on News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.